At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey there, buddy. Don't forget, there's plenty of Last Podcast Network merch available over on lastpodcastmerch.com. We got shirts for all of your favorite shows like Wizard of the Bruiser and Page 7 and No Dogs in Space. And, of course, plenty of stuff for Last Podcast on the left. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com. Thank you. Coming down the aisle, it's time to fuck. It's out of here. It's a, it's a miracle. The impossible has happened. Harvard's going to win the football game. And going to win it. He has broken it. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirks. What's up, Katie? How you doing? I'm great. That's good. We were just looking at... you? Good. We were looking at SummerSlam 2021 tickets at the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, and those tickets are pretty expensive. I have some things to say. Yeah? About this. Well, you don't want to... spending $3,000 on SummerSlam tickets? Someone who really loves wrestling? Hmm? No. Why are tickets $3,000? That is unreasonable. Well, the WWE, they're scratching, just scratching and clawing to no, make ends not. meet, just like you they're and not. I. They no. had one of the most profitable years yeah. that they've ever had, the sure. most profitable year they've ever had, and uh-huh. I'm going to slam my hand on my bar, Right. because damn it, this is wow. outrageous. This is outrageous. <laughs> Sometimes her Karen superpower can be used for good. Oh, I can be a Karen, and I will. Yep. I've made the promise to use my powers for good because this I know. is fucking bullshit. I agree. Talk to the manager. Call up Vince and let him know you're not happy. This is like tickets are like thirty five bucks for nosebleeds, which is great. Yeah. But also plus Ticketmaster fees, which are, might as well be double the ticket. You know, if you go with me, we might be able to sit in the ADA seats because I'm so damn big that I can't fit in normal seats. So then I have to sit in the disability row, which is actually really cool. Those are actually great seats. They're great seats. When I went to see Elton John, I was in the ADA seats because everyone got all mad at me because I tried to go to my seat and I couldn't fit. And they're like, get out of here, you tall bastard. And I was like, I have no control over this because this is my vessel. And then I sat by a gal in a wheelchair and then a man with special needs. And it was fantastic because I would be like, you want a Bud Light? And she'd be like, I'll take a Bud Light. And then I would get her Bud Lights. And then it was really fun. And then the guy to the right of me, he cried a lot. And that was wonderful because Elton's that moving. Look, it brings people together. It really does. So if you do go with me, what I'm saying is I have a potential way to get us a discount ticket simply because of my deep vein thrombosis. 
I feel uncomfortable taking advantage of that, of your, I don't, it's not a disability. <laughs> well, in some your... circles it is. In some ways it is. If I'm splunking, my size is a disability. If I'm playing basketball against the Monstars, it is not. But anyway, today we are here to talk about money in the bank. Also, a little bit of housekeeping. So Katie and I, we love to chat with each other, but we're really busy. So I'm going to do Abe Lincoln's Top Hat twice a week, which means that kind of fun is going to move to monthly. So we're just going to cover the big pay-per-views and stuff like that. So it'll be super fun and we'll keep you up to date on all the things you need to know when it comes to the hot, sweaty action that takes place in the squared circle. Hot, sweaty action. Yes. Well, speaking of pay-per-views, Money in the Bank was this past weekend. And you know what I have to say this, number one, Katie? And I rarely do it. Mm. But I'm going to say how wonderful it was to see all of those pro wrestling fans in their shirts too tiny with them screaming as they spewed hot dog dust all over the people in front of them. Yes, with their neck beards shimmering in the lights. It was so good to see people back at the stadium. It was really, it, it brought, uh, quite the energy and in all honesty, great show. It really was. I loved it. And not necessarily because of the crowd, but I think WWE knew that they have to deliver. Otherwise the crowd will immediately remind them. Don't give us any of the Thunderdome shit you've been giving us for the last year. Yes, absolutely. Well, one of the interesting things is when you have a crowd, obviously you're getting a pretty quick response to what the product is. And I want to talk about this one match to start off with, the Raw Women's Championship match, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, in the context of the crowd. I was a little bit disappointed in the crowd during this match because I feel like they're being a little cold to Rhea for no reason. Yep. Other than, I don't know, they they have loyalties to the queen that is Charlotte Flair, or maybe they just don't sure. know Rhea Ripley yet. But I felt like the audience was a little bit tentative during that match. And okay. uh, I just don't think that Rhea deserved the light pop that she got. I thought the pop should be bigger. I agree with you. I think she should have gotten a bigger pop. However, let's remember she was pulled up at the very beginning of or the the end of the before times and the beginning right. of pandemic times. Yeah, she's been there for so a while. She, But she hasn't been in front of a live crowd for a very long time. And if you haven't watched wrestling in the last year and a half, then you're kind of you're going to pop for Charlotte. You're just kind of going to go along with the crowd for everything else. Right. Yes, but I agree with you. However, I do Love, I love, love, love. There was a we want Becky chant, and, and right at the top of the match, I thought that was a little bit rude. I loved Charlotte's responses to the middle fingers. They, in fact, she middle fingered to the crowd, yeah, and they cut the feed because she was middle. She was throwing, she was throwing up the fus, which I did like great that heel move, great heel move. And the second time it happened, she just kind of powered through it. But by the end of that match. She had the audience. They both had the audience just yep. like eating out of their palms. Like that's true. It was so it that to me was one of the like, if not the but one of the best matches on the card. Yes, because it was just top to bottom stacked with talent. Like the move for move was great. Everything about it was so good mm -hmm. that I was just like, this is what wrestling is. Like absolutely, this is so much fun. I completely agree. Charlotte Flair, I'm sure most of you know this, ended up defeating Rhea Ripley, which is something that I was hoping wouldn't happen. But of course, alas, it is setup, still though. Charlotte Flair's world and we're all living in it. And yes, it was a great setup for the story. You're right. I Now that I think about it, 
The WWE universe doesn't just, you know, give you whatever you want. It won't just cheer for you if you uh, demand them to do so. You have to show them the work. I already know that Rhea is amazing. We already know what Charlotte can do. So I was sort of already amped up. I'm like, this is going to be good. It just seemed like it took a second for Rhea and Charlotte to get that audience on board so they could understand like, oh, shit, that's right. We're watching two of the best female wrestlers in the world right now. Maybe we should show them a little bit of love. And in the crowd's defense, Becky Lynch tweeted out a teaser that she might show up. Yes. What do you think about all that? And if she's going to show up, that would be the match to show up in storyline wise because her belt is up for grabs and it's her time. She wants it back. So if there's uh, if we're looking at a story, it would make sense. The crowd would automatically think, well, Becky teased that she was going to be here Mm -hmm. on Twitter uh, and Instagram like, oh, well, if she's going to come out, this is going to be the match. So I feel like there's a lot of psychology happening mm-hmm. between like the crowd wanting Becky, thinking they're going to get Becky, not getting Becky, but getting one of the best matches that have that's happened in the last 16 months. Like, I thought that I thought Becky, how many times are you going to tease that you're coming back? I'm a I little mean, over the tease. Just give me a hard date. Let me know and I'll be there. But she's so good at it. Is she? Because the whole time. She, she's not showing at some Don't point. Don't you come for Becky. At some point. I'm not going to come for Becky. She's a mother. You're a mother. I understand. You're very, you have a, another level Don't of rage inside of Becky. you. I'm not coming anywhere near Becky. Uh, Seth would be so mad. But what I'm saying is at some point you got to show up because if you constantly, because this is like the fifth time she's teased, I might be coming back. I might not be. I don't know. I'm like, that's great. But at some point, people don't like to be teased anymore, and then they get their feelings hurt. And then that rage, it turns to rage when their feelings are hurt. And then all of a sudden, boom, she's lost the momentum. So I think she has to be careful. What if she comes back as a heel? I think she very well might come back as a heel, although I don't know what happens with Charlotte then. Rhea is sort of in this area where I think Rhea is a natural face. She kind of looks like a road warrior, but she, you know what I'm saying? She exudes something. She's so freaking likable in every sense of the word because of her story because of just her in-ring work and so you want to cheer for her charlotte's a natural heel because you can always be like nepotism she's mean she you know even though none of that's true rick didn't really help her out that much at all yeah uh, when it comes to her career but i get (laughs) that but if you're becky i don't know i don't think you come back as a heel initially i wonder what that would do to the momentum of the Becky Lynch storyline. I mean, I don't know. She's the most over. She's still getting we want Becky chance. Like she's I the know. most over. She's the most over woman in the division. So like arguably maybe one of the most over people, I would say the one of the most over people in the company. Like Yep. She hasn't been around for a year and a half. She's still getting we want Becky chance in front of a live crowd. Like, all right. Fair enough. You're well, still super over. They're still chanting CM Punk's name, and he's never coming back. So who knows what's going to happen? But Becky will be back, I think. Yeah. I would say I, she didn't come back money in the bank. I would say SummerSlam is a safe bet. Unless they need to pop for ratings, and then they'll just drop her in on a Raw or a SmackDown. Yes, Monday Night Raw. All right. So Charlotte Flair is once again the Raw Women's Champion. And... um Oh, who knows who's going to be able to take this belt from her. If Rhea Ripley can't do it, I don't know who else can. I mean, Other than Becky. 
I, th- that's that's right. It's just primed. The story is primed. Yeah, they would have a hell of a match too. Of course, Charlotte is the one that kind yeah. of put Becky on the map, or didn't put Becky on the map, but pushed Becky and got Becky over. Yeah, because uh, at that point. Uh, it seems like forever ago, but Becky Lynch was still like a steampunker, which I thought was it really fun too. Ago. It yeah. wasn't that it long was ago. It was only a few years ago. And now, of course, she is the man. All right. Well, speaking of men, uh, WWE Championship match, Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, Bobby Lashley really beat the living shit out of Kofi. And uh, I don't know. What did you think? I mean, I, I, we, we had a chance to get to know Bobby a little bit, and I definitely see the Meisner technique he is acting very very well he he's he's just ah, i love to see him have his moment like i'm i mm-hmm. loving him having his moment from a storyline perspective i hate the fact that kofi kingston got squashed in this match total squash we're setting up a good story here i i'm not excited that your boy goldberg is back oh my god I'm what not a waking nightmare is bobby lashley gonna fight bill goldberg yes well, but he's going to end at Goldberg. Goldberg is, is going to that end- worth three thousand dollars? See no. this match? No, that's not worth three thousand dollars. But the experience might be. I am so done with WWE bringing back WCW champion Bill Goldberg. Get rid of the Goldberg, Bill Oldberg, and Seven I just figure match though. If you're Bill Goldberg. Well, if you're Bill, it's great. If you're Bobby, okay, that's fine as well. But again, I just don't think that Bobby Lashley needs Bill Goldberg to get over. There's so many different pieces of wonderful talent within the WWE universe and the roster that I just feel like there's somebody else for him to wrestle other than Bill Goldberg. That was my only complaint with this match as well, Katie, was that it was a total squash. It reminded me a little bit up top of the Finn Balor-Brock Lesnar match. Mm-hmm. But the thing with that match is just when you thought it was over and just when everyone was like, oh, my God, wow, Brock Lesnar beat the hell out of this little guy. Didn't see that coming. All of a sudden, Finn turns into the inner demon and he comes back. This match missed a crucial point in storytelling where Kofi gets any offense in. He just got his ass kicked for 15 minutes. And I just felt like the match needed a little bit of a story arc. Where was the drama and Bobby Lashley, he's dominant. He always has been dominant. But I don't understand how Kofi went from WWE champion to, like, the guy that you send to get his ass kicked immediately by the Brutes. It doesn't make any sense to me because Kofi, I think in in a real-life fight against Bobby, I think Kofi gets a couple of shots in. Well, they're just building him. They're I, Honestly, what I would like to think would happen, and this is – Katie, we're just going to go to crazy town for a minute because let's all be honest, there's no telling what WWE will wind up doing. And maybe that's why we're sitting here having this conversation. Uh, Bobby Lashley destroys Superface Kofi Kingston, former champion, right? Yes. In the meantime, he's also picked off all of the New Day in the process. He just like laid out Xavier Woods a few weeks ago. Right. It like violently laid him out. So we're building him. He's obviously super heel, even though I don't think that the audience knows that. I think that he will, and this is crazy, but I think he'll beat Bill Goldberg and then we're just setting him up even higher as champion, as like this super heel champion, this super unstoppable Brock Lesnar type uh, right. heel champion. So I understand the story. I don't like it 
because I love Kofi, but in a story sense, it makes sense, right? Well, you know, now you bring up a very valid point. He's taken out most of the New Day, two-thirds of the New Day, of course, Money in the Bank. Big E won Money in the Bank. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic all-around match. Really, both of the Money in the Banks were great this year. So, valid point. Bill Goldberg fights Bobby Lashley, mm -hmm. wins. All of a sudden, Big E's music hits. Big E is cashing in the money in the bank. He takes the title from Lashley. New Day has their revenge. That, I mean, that, that would, would be, be fun. That be would fun. be, imagine the pop in that, imagine the pop of that happening. Like That's that a $3,000 pop right there, that's Missy. That's a $3,000 pop. And now we're right back to getting those tickets that you don't want us to get. All right, all right. $3,000 pop, come on now. My problem, here's my other problem with the $3,000. The people that save their money and are going to SummerSlam to sit in those seats fucking work so hard yeah. for that money. And they spend it going to SummerSlam. Meanwhile, three rows in front of them are friends and family that have never paid for shit. That's my problem. Well, I mean, That's you have problem. to become friends or family with a professional wrestler and then you get the friends or family service. Well, I mean, they're not sitting like friends and family seats are normally like up on the hard camera side, but all those like fancy people that sit like, you know, most of them aren't paying for those seats. No, those are the big Coca-Cola seats and whatnot. Yeah, well, those are all I'm with you. trade out seats. But I also believe in paying for experience over goods because how much do you stuff do you need? You, you want I experience. $2,000? It's too much. It's too much. So Although much. if I could get one bead of sweat off of Big E's nipple to hit me on my mouth, that. I would say, now this is well worth it. And I'd save that piece of sweat somehow. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why you are a New York Times bestselling author. <laughs> I put some jokes in that you book. Really, you really paint the picture. I paint pictures for a living <laughs> with my tongue. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, speaking of men's money in the bank, Ricochet versus John Morrison versus Riddle versus Drew McIntyre versus Big E versus Kevin Owens versus Nakamura versus Seth Rollins. This was a who's who of who can wrestle. I loved it. What did you think about this match, Katie? My question for you is, what are your feelings on Ricochet? How do you feel about Ricochet? I love him with all of my heart and soul, and I can't believe what he can do in the ring. He needs to be packaged in a way mm -hmm. that allows his strong suits to shine. He's not great on the mic, right? But I actually think there's something in his character that's really compelling and interesting. I think he's a good dude. Um, I like him. He might need, I'm just going to say it like a Jim Cornette. Not, not real How life Jim Cornette. You? 
I'm saying like a Jim Cornette. He needs a loud, brash manager to like, or like a Luna Vachon. He needs someone with a bunch of flair, uh, someone who just like screams for him because uh, his in-ring ability is, it's just phenomenal. It makes- Unmatched. It's unmatched and it's just like, how'd he do that? I can't believe he did do that. Whoa. I just, I think my frustration with this is everyone has the same feel. I mean, most people would agree that Ricochet is unmatched. Like he is. Yeah, I think so. He's a top tier talent. So why on earth? Uh Uh-oh. Why aren't we getting more story out of Ricochet? Because the writers don't watch wrestling. Also true. But I think I do agree with you that Mike skills haven't been his. Yeah, that's not his strong suit. It's not his jam. However, I do think that given he's an indie guy, I yes. think given free will, which I know WWE doesn't really do, but they given an to. open mic, he would crush. He would absolutely yeah, crush. Maybe. He's not new to this. He knows and allowing him to show his personality, uh, you really get to see more. You're like, oh, actually, he's way better on the mic than I thought he would be. Like yeah. the minute he's given a little freedom. But the, I think I do think scripted, he does. Str- I don't want to say struggle, but it's well, not as good it's, as it could be. It's just when the script sucks. There's nothing you can when do. When the script sucks. That's the only problem with WWE being so scripted is that none of the scripts are good. And as we have seen with WWE writers, they don't know what they're doing and they have no care or concern for the product. So if the script sucks, the show sucks. And that's the problem with WWE being scripted. AEW has proven once again, wrestlers are artists. They are creatives. And let them do what they do. And if it sucks, it sucks. And you're like, I'm sorry, that sucks. And we're not going to work with you any longer. But just give it a try. Because when it hits, it hits. Huge. It hits and you have you have originality. You have yes. something. You have those natural moments that you're just like, oh, my God, this is absolutely amazing. Yes. Like, I just let. And I guess my other hang up is that Ricochet had such a huge spot the dude flew easily 18 feet in the air it was amazing it was absolutely incredible he went from the ladder over the top and landed on a group of sweaty men yes it was insane and incredible and the still shot of that is just it's jaw-dropping He's such a smart wrestler when it comes to, like, no-wasted movement. Everything is really fluid. It's mm-hmm. not choppy or clunky. He doesn't take too much time to set up his high-risk uh, maneuvers. Everything is just so – it flows so well. He's so beautiful in every way. So why, after such a huge spot, and after every time he's been on Raw, he's had big spots, why, on the Raw after Money in the Bank, didn't we have a ricochet sighting? Yeah. What happened? Nothing. This radio's like, oh, that guy. That guy doesn't even exist right now. Come on. Right. He had one of the biggest spots of the night. Yeah, I agree. Show him a little bit more love. I'm with you. I, I think that that's a solid point, especially on the three-hour Monday Night Roar. Put people like that over. And as the audiences continue to be there, every time Ricochet shows up, they cheer him, they love him, and hopefully Vince gets the message. Or not even Vince. Whoever the hell is running the show over there gets the message that people like Ricochet, that's at the end of the day. Those are the matches that steal the show. You can have Lesnar, you can have Lashley, you can have Goldberg, 
all of these big marquee people, air quotes, big marquee people, because I don't actually know if Goldberg is not selling tickets. I don't think. But anyway, someone like a Ricochet, Kevin Owens, the dudes, basically all of the dudes in this match for the most part. These are the showstoppers. This is what makes the show the best show. Mm -hmm. These are the tent pole matches that like make the whole thing special. So I'm with you. Got to treat Ricochet with a little bit more respect because if he goes over to AEW, that's a huge freaking blow because he will be a massive, massive star. Oh my God, forget it. If he goes to AEW, forget it. And you wonder if he's, you know, getting horny for it because of the freedom. Because they just let you go. I feel like he's so close. He's so close to having a relevant storyline. He's relevant push. They gave him a new intro. They gave him new music. They gave him like jeans. They gave him jeans. They gave him a new look. I don't know why. For the most part. (laughs) I don't know why they just gave him. He looks badass. Looks badass in jeans. Okay. Uh, I just, we were so close with Ricochet. I just wanted, he could be a top guy. And I think, like, there's plenty of other top guys that can't crack a mic. So why not, why not Ricochet? Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Uh, Ricochet or Colt Cabana? Miss mm. Katie Dirks, if you have to choose. Uh, you've had a little bit of wine. Ooh, you're a horny housewife, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to think. And it's Ricochet or Colt Cabana? Uh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's slumming it. Um, that's great. James would be like, Eddie Kingston, really? I mean. Did you have to buy him? If Eddie Kingston comes over to your house, first thing he's doing, going to the fridge. He's definitely going to the fridge, making himself a bunch of food. Totally cool. Going to complain if you don't have enough beer. Oh, then get the fuck out. Then get the fuck out. Yeah. No, no. That's the first thing that happens. Beggars can't be choosers. Get the fuck out. Ricochet comes over. First thing he does, he looks around, makes sure it's clean enough. If it's a little dirty, he's gone. And Colt Cabana, he comes over absolutely hammered. Ah. So there you go. So you're going to have to go with a complainer over beer. All right. <laughs> wow. So Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Biggie, KO, Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Hell of a match all around. Great to see people back. And it was so fun. When Biggie won, oh my God. man, that audience popped so hard. And I was so proud of him. And I hope that they don't do what they did to Biggie as what they did to Otis. Hope they let him actually be money in the bank champion. I don't think and don't squander this for him because he very well might be the next WWE champion. And first black money in the bank winner, Mr. Money in the Bank. Really? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, did not know that. There you go. A lot of firsts. Like, ugh. Just the pop. He deserves it. He's been in the company for so long. He's been passed over so many times. He's had so many iterations of Big E to finally. Ugh, uh, I just, I had, the, I had the chills just talking about it just now. Like, I loved I ju- it, man. He just fucking, if anyone deserves it on that roster, it's the two Money in the Bank winners. Absolutely. The other Money in the Bank winner, of course, in one of the most unique finishes I've ever seen in a Money in the Bank. And I actually thought it was really beautiful. The women's Money in the Bank, it was captured by Nikki Cross. And uh, man, I did not see this coming. I did not see this coming either. So the women's Money in the Bank match, it was Asuka versus Naomi versus Alexa Bliss versus Nikki Cross versus Liv Morgan versus Zelina Vega versus Natalia versus Tamina. So this was another fantastic match won by Nikki 
in a conclusion that I've never seen to a money in the bank match. All of the competitors were on a combined of three ladders and all of a sudden Nikki out of nowhere sneaks up and grabs it in a very kind of mousy, also very kind of fun way. But I thought it was a really great conclusion to have all of the performers like up there and they almost all received the accolade, not the money in the bank together, but they all got like the general pop together. And I thought it was a really great way to end that match. And it was super unique because usually you're like, everyone has to be knocked out and then one person can get up there. But in this case, it was everyone was a little bit distracted and fighting each other. And then Nikki Cross was like, I can do it. And then she went up and she did it. And I thought that was freaking awesome. Going into this match, I'll be honest, I didn't remember who exactly was in it. So looking at the lineup, I was like, oh, are they going to give it? Like, who are they going to give it to? Because you're the obvious people would be Oscar, Alexa. Alexa. Natalia, right? To me, sure. they're not going to give it to you because she's a trainer, essentially. A right. great trainer. And now she's part of the roster. She kind of goes in on and off the roster depending on how stacked it is, right? And of and course, she's having tag team success right now with Natalia. So she's, yep. she's kind of set so in her own tag way. tag team. So you're like, all right, well, maybe not them. And then I was like, well, Zelina Vegas might be getting a push. I don't know. She just came back. They just yeah. brought her back. They just added Liv Morgan, I believe, the week before. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know if she's I don't know if she's the one, but she also got a she got a massive pop. She got a massive oh, she's pop. She's huge. Which was she's surpri- so over. like surprising, but deserves to be over. Yes. And then I was like, all right, well, Oscar would be the obvious choice if, if uh, the safest choice, right? Like she's the biggest name on the card. I personally But now of course like, I didn't think it was going to be Asuka because of last year's Money in the Bank where it was sort of given to her sure. because Becky Lynch had to go on and become a mother, as she said. Yep. Yep. So I figured Asuka might have already sort of like – I don't think Asuka needs the Money in the Bank. No, she doesn't. But you know? she's a safe choice for the company. Right. right. She's the safest. And then Naomi, I was like, she deserves it out of anybody here. She's I my thought- favorite – still my favorite women's champion aside from Becky. I was thinking Naomi was actually going to pull this one off, especially as the match was continuing. She got a lot of yeah. really cool spots in. Everything She's Naomi over. does is like like TM, trademarked. Like everything she does, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, that's a very unique thing. Every mm-hmm. move she does, she has her own feel the glow twist. I love what she does in the ring. So I was thinking it was really possible Naomi was going to come away with this because, again, Alexa Bliss – She's in the category all her own. She is such a character. She doesn't need money in the bank. I loved, people may have thought it was corny, but I loved the the carry, the fire starter, just the ability of her to uh, get the money in the bank down off of the hook by just like telekinesis. I was like, I'm so here for some telekinesis. It didn't really work. She was interrupted. But I think if she had enough time, she could have Jedi mind tricked that MITB uh, right into her hand. Uh, Did you hate it? I hated it. Why? It was I so fun. I think it's just like, I think you it's know, the Undertaker not... used to shoot lightning at, at people and light them on fire. I know. I, I don't know. I'm so conflicted because it's, I mean, it's also not for me, right? It's for kids. It's a kid's gimmick, right? It's a kid. Wrestling am, is for kids. We're I'm almost 40 years old. I am 40 years old. <laughs> And I thought, I was like, ooh, she's doing like some snake charmer stuff. Like when her and Zelina Vega met on top of the ladder and then Zelina Vega got, she got mind frozen. And then Alexa Bliss was like, yes, I control your brain now. And then Zelina Vega was like, I'm going to go down the ladder. It was so cool. It was, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I just, she's so good that 
I mean, maybe, I guess, I don't know. I'm conflicted on this. It's fine. It's just not for me, right? It's not for me. It's okay. But I did love the segment that she had with Eva on Monday Night Raw. I was like, that actually was pretty funny. This is funny. She's a good actress. Alexa's got it. it. I, I appreciate how hard she's selling it. Yes, and I thought her makeup was super funny. I, I mean, whatever. I'm an Alexa Bliss mark. She's um, great. She is fantastic. And again, as I was sort of talking about over the past few months, bring a little kayfabe back. I know human beings can't really do what she's trying to do, but it's wrestling. And so for me, and especially for you as a woman with a vagina, you yeah. should say, someone who doesn't like, I'm going to mansplain to you how you should think. You, um, you, you mansplain to me. I'm going to, man, I'm tucking it. And now I am the one with the vagina as well. well and actually. I'm going to say <laughs> the diva hangover, all of that stuff, it was all bra and panty matches. Alexa Bliss is the antithesis of the exact opposite of that. She has a full defined character. She's not out. And again, I have no problem with the sexy stuff too. do that as well. But it's just fun to see almost like a Papa Shango type character. It's never yeah. really been explored in the women's division. She is pulling it off despite how unbelievably ludicrous it is. But she's pulling it off. So, you know, she is. I, I give some credit where, where the credit is due. Also, now that I think about it, Darby Allen and Alexa Bliss, they should kiss each other. Watch out. I don't know if Ryan Cabrera would have, no. would have anything to say about that. No, she has no Alexa's just fine with Ryan Cabrera. He's but I didn't famous. see this is all to say that I did not see Nikki Cross winning Miss Money in the Bank. Absolutely not. I was and and because she didn't have a pop either. Like when she came out, the crowd, she got a light clap. She got a golf clap. There wasn't a major pop for her. And I was like, oh, oh, <sighs> oh boy. Oh boy. But by the end of it, man, again, she had them eating out of her hand. She, was she just, like, did she served and it up. Nikki, she's going by Nikki A-S-H, which stands for almost a superhero. And they spell it out. They don't call her Nikki Ash. They call her Nikki A-S-H, which is <laughs> yeah. so, it's just so dumb. Yeah, it is a it. little stupid. I, I popped um, hard for her when she won. Every, like, it, it oh, was the I right was, choice. I was so happy, and the audience definitely was happy when she won as well. She damn near died, though. Uh, because she is almost a superhero, not quite a superhero, not yet, perhaps. But when she did her ladder spot where she's on the top of the tallest ladder, which looks to be about 15 feet, she dives into By the, the ring and uh, damn, she almost died there. She has to be a superhero to survive that because that almost went sideways. So bad. Tragically. Like so it was, bad. she jumped off the corner of the ladder and as she pushed away, the ladder went with her and she didn't get the air that she should have gotten. And like the, and they replayed it. And I was like, that's not a good spot to replay, even though I know that's the money spot. I don't think that's the money spot to replay because it was terrifying. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so Nikki ASH, money in the bank champion. But also now, uh, Raw Women's Champion. She cashed in last night on Raw. Spoiler alert. That's right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Wow. It's a big night. Big night. And 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 again, what a pop. There was a disqualification last night and or count out. Disqualification or count out. One of the two. And you hear Nikki Cross's music hit and she runs down with the briefcase and she does the hesitant, I don't know, am I gonna do it? Am I gonna do it? Oh, I'm gonna do it. Whoa. One, two, three, tap Charlotte out in a clean finish, a clean tap out. It was just like, oh shit. It was so much fun. It's like that's what money in the bank is. 
That is, it's not this like flip flop flim flam thing with with Whoa. Otis and like taking away the the lunchbox and giving it back and like all this stuff. Like, no, you fucking you run down. You see the champion lose. You run down, you cash in when there's five minutes left on the show. That's what the contract is for. Oh, I love it. Well, it's nice to see Nikki Cross succeed. She deserves it. She's over. And someone, again, who really is going to benefit from the belt. People are established. And when you when, mm-hmm. once you get super established, it's like, the belt's cool. But someone like Nikki, for her to get a belt, after the road that she's been on, yeah. Unexpected, unexpected, and a, a great surprise, and dare I say, a bit of a treat for the audience. And I'll be honest, no one saw it coming because she kind of is the character. She's she's very much the character she's playing of like yeah. the underdog, this kind of like hopeful romantic. And you see something like this happen, and you're like, oh shit! And you take a beat, just take a beat, because she has done everything the company has asked for with a yeah. smile on her face. So and she's sold every bad storyline and she's played the game for however for like three years she's been on the main roster and she's always been the sidekick and she had such a good gimmick on NXT and she was over on NXT. Her husband got released in the meantime. Like mm, she just has him. like such a story. And now and for her to get the belt in the manner that she did was just such a nice, like well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah, she really is awesome. She really is someone special, and I'm just so proud of her. And I think the audience is extremely proud of her as well. And you talk about, or we often talk about representation and stuff like that, and not to get too in the weeds with all of that, but when it comes to Nikki Cross, her success, I think, is, um, I don't know, it should be, hopefully it's an indication to a lot of gals who maybe don't look like Alexa Bliss or aren't as tall as Charlotte yeah. Flair or aren't as as jacked as, as uh, you know, um, Nia Jax or as China was or, you know, whatever it might be. Because she yeah. really is almost like a Daniel Bryan. Absolutely. She represents the every man, every woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, so with her success, hopefully some kids who maybe didn't feel like they were shown up in pro wrestling, maybe they can be like, I could be a pro wrestler too. Yeah, she's not the conventional diva that – has been so such a staple to the women's division for so long. Yes, absolutely. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And of course, when it comes to uh, Nikki A.S.H. taking advantage of the chaotic after-match beatdown between Rhea and Charlotte, when she ran in on Monday night, she did get a pop. Because I think people were like, oh, oh this yeah. is fun. Oh, yeah. No, I'm like... It was just, it was, it, it reminded me it had like Seth Rollins at WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar vibes. Yeah. Uh, it was just like, the, it's at the end of the show. 
you're waiting for that. Like it, most likely you're not going to, you're, you're happy with everything. It was a good show. Everyone did good. And then all of a sudden the music hits and you're like, something new is happening that we didn't expect. And she cashed. It was just such a fun. And like, it was literally eight o'clock when she cashed in. It was eight o'clock PM on the dot. And you're like, this is only going to go, this is going to go one or two ways. And it's right. going to go quickly because the show is over. We're hanging in before people need to buy their Burger King. Ooh, This is happening. She's either going to lose and it's gonna, we're going to go off the air and everyone's going to be disappointed or it's going to be a giant pop and it was. And interestingly enough, when it comes to the character she's playing now, Nikki A.S.H., she created it and she pitched it. Yeah. And this is all her idea, which is awesome. Going back to what Katie and I were talking about before, where it's like, let these people be creative. Let them show what they think will work. And in this case, it is working. And it's so goofy and it's kind of stupid. It's a little corny, but it's fun. And it's like, it's just great. So she says, this is a quote from Nikki Cross. She says, I believe in the idea. She goes on to say, I put so much time into this, into building this idea. So for me, 1000%, I knew it was going to work. I knew how much I believed in it. And I knew my energy and enthusiasm. I knew I was going to be able to explain it. What I'm trying to say is that there weren't nerves because of how much I believed in the idea. So proud of you, Nikki. It's awesome. And again, it just goes to show you, you play the game and when you get a chance, take it. And she took it and they went with her idea and she's making them uh, feel smart for going with her yeah, idea to become her. almost a superhero, which and is kind of, it's a funny bad. ass gimmick. And now I feel bad that I kind of shit on it when it first came out. I was like, I don't know, it's kind of dumb. Superhero and gimmicks never do well. Uh, I, I'm here for it. I, I mean, have been outsmarted by the game. I will admit when I'm wrong and yeah. I was wrong because I absolutely love it. And I'm proud of this gimmick for her. I'm proud that it's over. I'm proud that it's working. I hope it stays that way. Yes. Goddamn. Those nights back to back, you don't get that in this business. Like, you no. don't, it doesn't happen to have, to have such a high stakes match, win it. And then a headline moment the next night. Come on. It's really Those, cool. That's pretty, that's really fun. Really fun. And when it comes to characters, just looking at the money in the bank for the ladies, you have Asuka, the Empress of Tomorrow, Naomi, Feel the Glow, Alexa Bliss, this demon from beyond, Nikki Cross, almost a superhero, Liv Morgan, representing every single beautiful person who's ever had to struggle in their lives, Selena Vega, just kind of being a kick-ass person, and Natalia Antomina, those are two legends, legends and brutes. Yeah. So you have a lot of really unique characters right now. Uh, within the ladies' division of professional wrestling, specifically the WWE. All right. Raw Tag Team Championship, AJ Styles and Omos versus the Viking Raiders. It was nice to see the Viking Raiders back. They didn't really get a pop. And all I know is I want my Meat Boys back. I want Heavy Machinery back. Give me my Meat Boys. I want Heavy Machinery. Tucker, I follow him on Instagram. He's lost a lot of weight. He looks a little sad. So please get them back together because I can't, see this anymore with what they're doing to Otis. I know. I know. This one, I like, it was just a heavy hitting. Like, it was a relatively slow match, but heavy hitting. Yeah, I don't know what to make of Omos. Uh, he's a spectacle. He is an absolute spectacle. He's a spectacle. He's a giant dude that can move relatively well. And he's in a story with AJ Styles. I kind of just take it for what it is. Like, okay, cool. All right, yeah. I get it. Like, awesome. This will be fun. Right, he, cool. he is a better big man than like giant Gonzalez. I just, uh, yeah. I, his, he hasn't taken a bump yet. Uh, he took, I mean, not, not, I mean, I, you can't take too many bumps. He's seven foot. 
Something. How many bombs? He's not, not going to go off the top rope and uh, hit a table. Yeah, I, I mean, know. he might. I don't know. I but don't he, know. I don't know. Seven feet falls hard. Yeah. I know. No, it's it's in. I mean, I would love to see him in real life. I can't even imagine. I would be in awe. I'd be like, "Can I be your baby?" Oh, <laughs> anyway. Carry me. Carry me, please. Almost carry me. AJ and almost they defeat the Viking Raiders. But it was good to see the Viking Raiders back. I haven't seen them in a while, or at the very least, um, I guess they've been around. But it was nice to see them. They're good. I like. I love traditional tag teams that dress together and have a mm-hmm. theme and a gimmick together. And uh, they certainly have that. So then what do you make of, of AJ and Amos? Because they're, I mean. I'm not like a huge, huge fan. Mm-hmm. But I don't mind it. I just wonder, I don't know. I'm like, AJ is so good. I'm happy he's working tag teams, honestly, for his own physical health. Because I think it yeah. it's, might be a little bit better on the body. The um, yeah. It's disjointed, though. It's a disjointed tag team. I like, you know, the Road Warriors, the Rockers. When tag teams are united and truly together, I like it. Obviously, with Omos and AJ, it's all set up. It's all there. AJ is going to find himself in a bit of trouble. Omos is going to save the day. But then Omos is going to find himself in a bit of trouble. And AJ is going to help him out. And I don't know. Omos has not – he has no more moves than he did six months ago. And I, sure. I just wonder – why that is because he loves his backbreaker, but can't we get a choke slam on this guy or something? He's a beast. I mean, he is a beast. To, we want to diversify his portfolio, is what I'm saying. Know. All right. And then just lastly, we have Roman versus Edge. A good match. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I, I loved it. It was good. I loved it more than I thought I would. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I'm with Roman's you. Roman's such a top guy. And I fear that we're taking Roman for granted. Yeah, maybe. Because how long has it been that he's been shoved down our throats? And now a long it's the point time. where he's, he's been shoved down our throats for so long and we've hated him for so long that like I'm tired of hating him. Like I'm tired right. just like over it. Like I get it. Like, okay, the more I hate him, the worse his storylines are going to get. So I might as well get on board. Right. right. And yeah. this match was good. Like it was it a was really good. good. It was a great it was a great match. And he has had really great his his pay-per-view matches are really great. Like he yes. goes all not that he doesn't go on all in on like the regular shows, but right. his pay-per-view matches in the last the last few pay-per-views he's had have been fucking really good. So I've I'm over hating Roman Reigns. I'm on yeah. board. Let's go, Roman. Come on. Head of the wow. table. Let's go, kiddo. I do like, uh, yeah, I don't hate Roman. I just don't love the acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. It just doesn't seem like something a real strong man would care about. That's why I, he's a heel using air quotes. I know. I'm with you. I respect him. The match was solid. When Roman uh, defeated Edge, I think that is the only way that it could have happened. Um, Edge looks great. When John Cena, when his music hit, oh my God. I mean, that was a whole nother level of like, holy shit. And so I'm here for Cena and Roman. I think that could be a really good match. Someone like a John Cena who also understands what it's kind of like to be hated and cheered. And one of the more conflicting superheroes of all time or superstars of all time, they could build something really cool. And of course, Seth Rollins kind of 
getting his name back in the mix there yeah. as well. Yeah, there's a lot going on. That that pop for John Cena was like, and I I'm gonna I'm just gonna say it. That pop for John Cena was like rock level pop. It was. I have never, and I'm I wish I was there for that pop because that's a one that doesn't happen. That's not even a WrestleMania pop. That was a fucking we're coming out of a pandemic and John Cena just showed up on a pay-per-view pop. Like that was in that was insane. He didn't even do anything. He, he didn't do anything. He just walked into the ring. He ran into the ring. I love the way he runs. He's always like, I'm in a hurry. I'm, I'm going to get there. I got to get there at some point in my little, in my, in my jean shorts. Uh, the shorts. He still, I think you said it best, is that he still dresses like a toddler. Did you say that? Yeah, I Brooke, words in your mouth. Uh, Brooke Rogers, my friend Brooke, Brooke Angeline Fern Rogers, um, she's the world's largest toddler. And I think that is correct. He definitely dresses yeah. like that. His merch is still terrible. It is, but it's not for, again, that's for children. So that's I good. Know. I understand we are two grown adults talking about a child's product being like, it's a little juvenile, but I like some of the more juvenile spots. <laughs> I actually, I, I like the, I like the dumb shit, I think. No, the dumb shit's great. Yeah. The, the lime green and the royal blue is not great. It's just, I mean, aesthetically, even for children, it's not good. You can't lose them that way. Because they're it's dressed true. like. They do stand out. Yep. Yep, I'm looking indeed. for my tiny John Cena running around the <laughs> That's cute. All right, everyone. So that was Money in the Bank. Of course, we'll be back with you next month. We will talk about SummerSlam, and we are going, Katie. I don't care. I mean, I'm, I'm making this happen. I'm going to steal money from our friend Fernando. I'm not paying $3,000. I'm not paying $3,000 for a ticket. Well, you get to keep the chair. Okay, I have plenty, <laughs> not to not to brag, but I have plenty of WWE chairs. I have plenty yeah. of pay-per-view chairs. It is funny. It's like $3,000 a ticket, and then they're like, but you get to keep the chair. So it's like, oh, I get to clean up after two? Oh, cool. This yeah, is great. To, oh, great. Thanks, guys. I get to be a janitor? <laughs> what? This is awesome, because now I get to Maybe carry around are, this chair all night. They're parental with you. They're like, yeah, but. <laughs> Whoa, Really? <laughs> This is awesome. Here's a 25-pound chair you have to carry around for the, the bar <laughs> all night. <laughs> How I will say this. You don't even need to just go to Vegas. You don't even need to go to the show. Just hang out at the bar nearby, and you'll get, like, four chairs because you know people aren't carrying around those. Uh, that's a very good point. Yeah, no <laughs> one is carrying those things around. Or they'll get arrested after they hit their friends on the head with it. Um, those are 100% being used on Las Vegas Boulevard as props for sure. Definitely. All right, let's do match from the past. Sitting on the couch, drinking a BL. You gotta make the good times last with the match from the past. This match is from the very recent past. It's Otis, the last highlight for Otis. So sad what they've done to this poor man. Why make him shave? Why do what they've done to him? It's it's horrible how they've hurt my man. He was so over. He was so over. And now I just don't understand how they ruined things so much. Anyway, this is Otis. He caught the money in the bank off a fumble. They derailed this storyline immediately after. But I was screaming in my house. I was like, oh, my God, Otis. It was one of the only things during the pandemic where I was like, maybe I can be happy again. And then, of course, they really, quickly after They walked this one back pretty quick. They're they like, immediately, well, just kidding. Need, uh, <laughs> we'll give it to the Miz. Zoinks. Um, fat guys can't have this. <laughs> Ugh. 
Anyway, all right. So let's play the sound of Otis winning the money in the bank off of a fumble. Okay, there it was, everyone. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Let us know if you have any indie shows coming up. We would love to go see them and hang out. I can't wait um, as things open up here to uh, go watch some wrestling. Okay. Uh, Anything else, Katie? I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to have another lady day to watch NXT. Oh, you have a lady night. Mm -hmm. Okay. How many ladies are coming over? Just two. Just two. All right. Well... Okay. Oh, that's so fun. All right, everyone. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.